Welcome to Contractor Cuts, where we cover the good, the bad, and the ugly of growing a successful contracting company. Welcome back to Contractor Cuts. My name is Clark Turner. I'm Jared Flo. Thank you guys for joining us again. Today's episode, three ways contractors fail as leaders. Yep. Yep. Uh, this is some somewhere that uh, we've realized a lot of times as we're coaching guys, as we're talking through leadership, as we're looking at leadership in our own company, a- anywhere that you're looking at leadership, it's it's three main things that if you work on these things, people want to follow you. People right. enjoy working for you. And this isn't just for a company with a bunch of employees. This isn't for uh, it, just if you're a contractor and you've got five project managers, this is for you. No, this is for the one-man shows. Yeah. This is, this is about leading – your subcontractors, leading your clients on job sites mm-hmm. and, and showing leadership there. And employees. Yeah. And, and, and then finally, also internal employees, right? If, if I'm hiring a project manager, if I've got an office manager, how am I a good leader there? So, Jared, yeah. what are the three keys? And then we'll break them down. Yeah. Well, I, I think the first thing that I would say is, uh, <laughs> like it or not, um, you have a culture yeah. in your company, yep. um, and it is uh, the, that's just a fact. That's just a reality, and the the way that you operate kind of dictates that culture. Yep. And you need to choose, like, okay, I have a culture, so I need to focus on that because I want to be a good leader. Yep. I want people to enjoy working here and and feel a part of it and feel valued and all that stuff. So the the three main places is structure, mm-hmm. vision. And support. Okay. Um, and uh, each one of them are are individual of themselves, but they also kind of work together yep. uh, as as a whole. Yep. So um, that's the three main places. There's a lot of different things that you can do associated with building and growing and focusing on culture, but yep. those are the three main ones that it, we've kind of identified that have an impact in our company. If you're working on structure, vision, and con- and Support. Support. Mm-hmm. If you're working on those when you're thinking about your relationships with your subs, with your employees, uh, let's break that down. But if you're working on those three, that is what is going to make people say, I love working here. Mm-hmm. I love working for that guy. He, you know, it, it's a, we pay people a certain amount of money to get them to come. Right. The culture, how they're treated, how they enjoy, if they're proud of working here, mm-hmm. that is what keeps them staying yeah. here when someone else offers them another job. Uh, even for more money. Even for more money. Yeah. E- you know, it, That is the decider of, is, are these employees going to stay? Are these crews going to choose me over the next guy? Uh, and, and so building up. So let's start at the very first one, structure. What does that mean to be working on structure as a leader? Well, I, I, I think one of the really important things to understand about structure is – People as a whole, just mm-hmm. uh, people, the nature of people, that they, they are drawn to safety and security. Yep. That's what they're looking for, especially when they're looking for a job that is going to provide for their family, provide you know for long-term provision yep. for their family. And if you're working in a company that doesn't have any kind of structure of what your job looks like, the expectations, what the how to operate, what's okay, what's not okay. It feels unsafe. It yeah. feels unstable. It could move at any given moment. There could be changes that I don't know about or expectations that are on me that I don't know about. So having clear structure Mm -hmm. actually provides that level of safety and security that uh, we as a people and especially employees or subcontractors or clients are looking for. There's a trust in that, in in that and a safety in it. And specifically it looks like things like as an employee, um, 
a job description that is clear, yep. not vague and like you, you're supposed to just run jobs and whatever, but you're expected to do this X, amount of y, things. And Z. You're you're expected to run crews and find your own your own crews and yeah. you know uh, have this level of communication with your clients on a weekly basis, yep. and it gives an employee the ability to know without a a, a manager telling them. Am I being successful at my job or not? Yeah. And also, uh, even simple things like we have a weekly meeting at this time, one-on-one mm-hmm. with your boss every single week. That's the, that's the meeting to air grievances, to talk through issues on job sites, to say, hey, I'm struggling with this, to get support, to, to talk through things. So structurally, this is when you're going to have that time. Yeah. This is how our processes work. This is We train them on our processes and procedures because that's our structure. Right, And once they understand that, they know, okay, the office manager handles this. If I need a reimbursement, I go this way. I, I know mm-hmm. exactly how to do this job mm-hmm. and how to succeed at it. And it, and it adds clear expectations. Yep. I, I, as the employee, know what to expect. Yep. I don't have to call and piss and moan to my boss every day because I know every Friday I'm gonna sit down I've got them. an hour undivided attention yeah. that we can talk about that type of stuff. And so there's there's clear expectations. You know what's coming. Yep. And the same applies for, uh, you know, your labor force, your subcontractors. Um, what can they expect from us? Yeah. Um, when are they going to get paid? What are they going to get paid for? Um, if you have problems, how do you handle that? Yeah. If you need to buy materials, what do you do? All of those things are clear structural things that they have clear understanding of that's spelled out in our subcontractor agreement yep. that we go through when we onboard them because we realize how important it is for them to know and understand what we expect of them for them to have long-term work with us, but also what they can expect from us. So we have our very uh, very beginning of when someone's coming on uh, being coached by us or in, inside of our system and, and what we've said a hundred times and what we start with is – We'll keep saying. Write down every process, right? Write down every process. Start by writing your processes. Write your processes down. Mm-hmm. This You're not writing processes because it's fun. Right. There are three different levels, right? Client, subcontractor, and employee. Those yeah. are your three different levels that you're leading. Our client, we have a client engagement agreement. It's mm-hmm. expectations of how this job's going to run. Yep. Our subcontractors, we have a subcontractor agreement. This is the structure of how you get paid. This is what we expect when one of our uh, clients approaches you to do work on the side for them. Mm-hmm. This is what we expect you to wear. This is what we expect, right? All of the expectations and structure, how how things happen. Yeah. That's a subcontractor agreement. And then employees, we have a handbook. Mm-hmm. And this is the handbook of exactly what you can expect. This is how we do vacation. This is how we do sick days. This is how we do uh, whatever is happening. And also, this is how we do project management. This is how we approach clients. This is how we send emails. All of that is structured to where any hole that they have in, in their head of what about this? And I don't, there's a hole in the understanding of this. Mm-hmm. We've got it written down yep. in a structured way to show them. And uh, as as comprehensive as we tried to make that yep. employee handbook, there's going to be places that it fails. Yeah. And so our catch-all of that, we've got core values. Yeah. That, that if it's not clearly spelled out when in, in doubt, in, yeah. when in doubt, Go back to the core values. How do we operate? What yep. can be expected? Yeah, that's our safety net for right. everything. And the way we see contractors mess up the structure side of things when when we're talking about leadership for employees and, and subs is they make a hire and they bring someone on and they fly by the seat of their pants mm-hmm. for, for a sub. All right, uh, let's walk this house. I'm going to pay you two grand to, do, uh, to paint the house. 
uh, can you get it done? Great, get started. They, they start going, and then you come back and say, hey, I wanted you to patch that sheetrock over there. Hey, I also wanted you to remove the blinds before you painted the trim. Hey, I also wanted – that is not structured. That is the crew saying, oh, seven times, eight times, nine times I've come back because the the target's always moving, right? right. The structure for that is a work order system mm-hmm. where it spells out exactly what they're expected and exactly how much they're getting paid, and they feel like you're treating them fair, right? For our, our employees, the way that, you, that a contractor really misses the ball is in structure is saying, uh, hey, I'm going to hire you, and it usually happens on your first, second, and third hire. And mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. each time you're replacing that person because right. it doesn't work out, right? right. The first hire comes in and, and you say, okay, hey, uh, we will pay every other week. Just follow me around. I'll show you how we're going to do things. And there's months of, so how do I, um, I want to take a vacation. Oh, yeah, yeah, we do vacation. Yeah, we'll do a, why don't you take a week? Is that good for you? And and there's no structure. There's right. no, this this company isn't supporting me, isn't isn't trying to, I feel like I'm having to pull everything that I need out well, of this it, guy. It creates a feeling of instability. Instability, right. absolutely. Yeah, and I think the other, the other aspect of it is um, when you have created clear structures yeah. um, and systems following through on those. Yes. If I tell a subcontractor <laughs> I'm going to pay him every Friday and it gets to Friday and they're like, oh, yeah, man, I'll get you paid on – call me on Sunday. I'll see yep. if I can get you some money. The, the, I've got instability there. You told me this. Yeah. So the next time you tell me something, is that going to happen? Yeah. Right? So it, it it's creating those systems, yep. that structure, but and it's also following, following through with it <laughs> yeah. because a huge piece of culture is underlined by trust. Yep. Right. And that's you will you will make it or break it by doing exactly what you said you're going to do or flying by the seat of your pants, like you said. Yeah. And like, no, 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 just trust me. We're going to get it done. I'll get this to you, blah, blah, blah. And it creates that instability and a loss of trust. And when somebody comes to him and says, hey, man, what are you making over there? Oh, I'm making 60. All right, man. How about this? I'll match you 60. Um Come work over here. Like, all right, cool. They yeah. have, they, there's no stickiness to it because, like, uh, I don't know how well this is going to go. Yep, yep. I, I, I think <laughs> one, one of the biggest parts of, of what you just said with structure is the why a lot of guys I think don't like to write it down because then they got to follow through with it. <laughs> the right? bad guys literally say that to us. Right. It's like, well, you know, I don't want to promise that. Even with the client engagement agreement, I don't want to promise two emails a week. I, I just sometimes don't get the emails. Okay. Mm-hmm. So there's no there's no structure there. And right. there's no way to scale on top of. There's no foundation to mm-hmm. grow on top of. Mm-hmm. So it, you've got to start by writing it down and, and and forcing yourself to do it to be inside of that. And structure. in my opinion, the 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 uh, a key fundamental of the growth of your company is accountability. Yep. And the accountability is writing down what I'm going to do. Yeah. And you've got to you know you've got to have the accountability throughout for it to actually grow. Yep. So first step of being a good leader is having a structure that people can follow you in and, and trust. Because just like a client, if you don't set expectations, they're going to make it up themselves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I thought we got that day off because, you know, Columbus Day, my, my wife works at a bank and the day is off, so I thought I had the day off too. No, you're working tomorrow. Well, I already got a vacation planned. Right. This place stinks. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. setting those expectations is, is, is a key, and the expectations are the structure that you've built. Creating, creating the feeling of safety and yep. security at this company. So that's one. Two, vision. Mm-hmm. Talk to me about vision uh, that, that we have for our employees as well as our subcontractors. Sure. Let's take a quick break. Hey, real quick. You're listening to this podcast because you are growing your company to the next level. 
Getting efficient, building structure, and creating organization is the foundation of growth. We've created ProStruct 360 software so you can spend less time doing paperwork and more time growing your company. Sign up today for free at ProStruct360.com. Whether you're using our free version to send estimates and invoices and getting paid online, or you choose one of our paid subscriptions to add in sending work orders, email, and QuickBooks integrations, and so much more, stop putting off what you know is necessary to get to the next level. Take control of your growth at ProStruct360.com. Um, so it, it, it's really important and we've, we've found even in the interview process, Mm -hmm. when we're looking to hire somebody to know and understand where we're going as a company, um, and portraying that to our employees of like, here's where we're going. And by nature of doing that, it's allowing them to see, okay, what I'm doing, the, the labor that I'm doing in this company is it has an agenda. It has a place it's going. I play a part in the growth and development direction that this company's going. Yep. And I can also see myself maybe being a different piece as I'm here long term. Yep. And then you, by nature of telling them, here's where we're going as a company, here are the opportunities to you. If you do these things, if you follow the structure that we've put in front of you, then the vision that we can spell out for you is here's the money step ups that you're going to be able to make here's the positional step ups and uh understanding like hey this this guy he's great at project management or whatever but he really wants to be a manager of people he wants to be in the management level or whatever and so you can spell out to that person here's where we're going as a company and here's how i see you fitting in to the long-term growth of the company i don't care if you're a one-man show looking to hire your first project manager looking mm-hmm. to even bring on a couple crews. Yeah. If you don't have a vision for your company for 12 months and 5 years, if mm-hmm. you're not looking and saying, "Hey, this is where we're going," that it, then you are you are stepping to the back of the line in that person's mind mm-hmm. as to who they want to work for. Yeah. Uh, this is the one tool, one of a few tools or uh, an advantages that a small contracting company has over the big guys, over yep. those large companies that are you know, we got 200 employees. We're building hospitals, a large-scale commercial construction I just need a project manager, and you're going to be a project manager forever. Yep. Yeah. You, I need you to put in at least five years as a project manager, and from there we'll consider you mm-hmm. at four and a half years. The owner's son comes in and starts working for the company yeah, and right. becomes your boss. Uh-huh. Right? Uh-huh. And and, and there's, no, there's no control of that. For us, when, when we're a small team of eight people in the company, mm-hmm. whatever, whatever size you are, two people in the company, yeah. ten people, whatever it is, I can sit with you like I'm hiring you, Jared, and saying, okay, Jared, this is where you're starting. And I know the pay is is lower than probably what you want. But A, here's a vision of how I'm going to get you to six figures. Right. B, here's where I need you and see you filling in a hole in our company and going long-term with us. I'm hiring for a retirement spot right now. I want you to be here forever, and this is where you're going to grow. So Mm -hmm. you're starting here, but we're going to be starting a new, new home uh, build division. We're right. going to be starting a maintenance, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. We're in the future. We see our company going this way, and I'm going to need people to fill in those spots. We're right. growing pretty fast. Could you see yourself in a growth spot where you're helping us foundationally start that division? Yeah. Everyone's like, yes. Well, that's what, what I want. Well, the the interesting thing that happens is that because they have that vision, a lot of times that employee will start operating in a manner that. Yes. proves 
if I get in this position, mm-hmm. I'm going to be successful. Yeah. Because I'm I'm already looking. That's where I want to be. So I'm starting to go that direction. I'm dressing for the position I'm I want. I'm dressing for the position that I want yep. so that when the management level looks down and says, who am I going to hire for this position when it comes available? It's like, you know what? That guy, he's really been. Yeah. He's got that vision. He's got the thought. He's already been running that direction. Yep. He's the natural choice. Well, and, and you, like – our project managers. Hey, this is this is what I see for you is is moving into a head of renovation or one of our our team lead roles. Uh, I see you moving there. Uh, what you're doing today, and and this kind of goes into the support and when we meet with the guys. But what you're doing today is enough work to be a good project manager. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Can I challenge you to step up? to the next level. Can I, sh- can I start working on you on this, this, and this? There's three things that I think that and if you develop these, you will be a great upper management leader here. Can we work on that yeah. stuff? And, uh, ev- and no one's ever like, no, I'm good where I'm at. Right. I don't want to make more money, and I don't want to improve myself. Yeah. Everyone wants to improve themselves. Well, I mean, a live example of that, we've, we've got a guy who has had his eyes on the head of department role. Mm-hmm. And um, he once he really got in that vision and the idea that he could actually get there, um, he started um, uh, leaning into the other project managers and supporting them and giving them advice. And they've the other project managers are now to the place where they go to him and say, "Hey, what do you do with this? Help yeah. me, help me think through this." Yeah. And so that's a huge piece of the head of department role is like you're no longer swinging hammers. Yeah. Your job is to manage and lead and develop people. And so he's already started developing the people that he may one day be developing even further because that's his job. Because he's their boss. That's right. And and that's it's a win win for both sides. If yeah. I have a vision for you to come into the company or to be here and to grow. A, I'm going to get more out of you as an employee, yeah. and B, you're going to be my very first pick to take that spot because yeah. you're you're working for it, right? I'm not going to do an outside hire because you're perfectly trained mm-hmm. and know exactly how we're doing this. Where if you're just the mindset of okay, I'm here to punch a clock and be a tool and be a project manager, you're going to do the bare minimum. Yeah, and so then I'm not going to look for you to get a raise, and you're not going to look for me to be long term. Mm-hmm. So it's either a win win or a lose lose depending right. on how you approach that vision conversation with them. That's right. And it goes same with subs too, and not, not to go too deep into it, but when we, when, when we bring on subs, it's the conversation of, okay, how much are you doing right now in revenue? Let me help you grow. Let me, let's double the size of your company as a partnership with us. Right. So this is how we operate. This is what we do. This is how subs make a lot of money with us, mm-hmm. but you got to hit these expectations. You got to do it this way. You got to fit into our system. And if you can do that, we'll make you a lot of money and mm-hmm. we'll show you how. So part of our, sub onboarding that that we teach our contractors is how to cast that vision of partnership with their subs to make their businesses right. go bigger. Yeah. Right? Well, and I, I, I think you're, you're exactly right on that. And, and jumping a little bit of he- ahead, the, the opposite of having uh, vision and your employees and, and people that work with you having vision is they inevitably feel like tools. Yep. That's it. They yep. have no value. They have no direction. They're, they're just show up and they do the same thing over and over and over. And they're like, I'm not going anywhere. I'm putting yep. in all this effort and I'm not moving forward. Yep. And when it comes to subcontractors in today's society, subcontractors is really, really hard. It's hard to find good ones, but everybody's trying to get them. And so how do you keep them? How do you keep them around? Vision is a huge piece of this. Is I've got a guy that I work to pay him really good money. 
but there's a ton of other people that are paying really good money for, to do work. He stays because I've spent time with him saying, look, if you work for our company and you do these things, not only am I going to pay you well for your work, yep. I see that I can I can cultivate you into a crew that can manage multiple crews. And eventually, there might be an opportunity that we could bring you in as a project manager because of your experience that you mm -hmm. did in the field. You'd be a great project manager to come in to have the stability of yeah. a standard paycheck, and you're now managing people. And you're spelling out the vision for that guy yep. that when he gets the offer from the other guy that is equal, maybe even a little bit more pay for a different job, he goes, you I'm know what? Be loyal. I'm going to be loyal yeah. because I want that vision yeah. that I've spelled out. And I that's that's the leadership piece of it yep. is they may not even be able to think that direction for themselves. But I initiate with that and say – that I see that you're good. I see that you have value. You're not you're not just a tool to me. And let me tell you what that means. So, I think you could get to this place with us. I think that's great. And and what you're saying, that sub and that employee have a structure. Mm -hmm. They have a vision of where they're going yeah. and where you want them to go and where this company is going that they can be a part of. Yeah. And the third thing is support, which support really is – I'm looking at you as a human being mm -hmm. and I'm looking at those first two things and I'm holding you accountable and you're holding me accountable to those first two things, but I'm also seeing you as a human mm -hmm. and I'm seeing you as a person, mm -hmm. as, as someone with needs. And so I'm going to give you support. So with our, with our employees, what, what the support <coughs> piece means is the, the constant meetings and conversations of, Hey, what's not working for you? Where yeah. do you feel like you got holes in your understanding of the process? We know that this job is really stressful. Yes. And we want to provide an outlet for you to talk to your boss and say, dude, this guy's really chapping me. Yep. He's, you know, yep. I'm, I'm struggling. And, and it doesn't have to be, here's my problem. What's the solution? <coughs> it's providing the opportunity for a sounding board for relation and connection of like, dude, this is really just yep. killing me right now. Right. And allowing that space to be heard yep. and supported and said, you know what? I hear that when I was in that position, I struggle with that too, but this is some of the ways that I was able to move past that. Yeah. Right. And there, there's it's, and by nature of doing that, you're taking the, the, the person and the business person and helping make them better. Yep. And I think that's a that's a big piece that we we challenge specifically our management and our project managers that anybody that works in our company the goal is no matter how long they stay here, they've been here a week, they've been here 20 years, they our goal is that they are a better person individually and they are better professional professional and they're better at whatever their trade is. If you're on the, if, if, if it's a subcontractor, they're better at their trade. They're more efficient at their trade by nature of working with our T company. Tomorrow you'll be better than you were today, and the next day you'll be better than that. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's, that's how we challenge our leadership around here of, of your job is for personal and professional development of your employees and the people below you. Yeah. Uh, that's that's how we get, build that loyalty, and that's how we build winners inside of our company mm -hmm. that are that turn into the leadership in our company. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, one of the big things also with with support, there's two opposite ends of the of the spectrum of support that people lean towards one or the other, and we're trying to find the middle. So one side is and support like 
I'm very rigid. We've got our rules. We've got this is how we do things. I'm sorry. That's all we can do. That's mm-hmm. as, and so you're not giving, you're not helping and seeing them as a person. It's right. just very rigid as to, well, that guy's an idiot. He didn't do that, and so he's not getting paid this week, and that's that. And mm-hmm. and you can be on that side uh, of of the support spectrum where right. there's not a lot of support. There's not a lot of understanding or sympathy mm-hmm. or empathy. The other side is I'm getting walked all over, right? <laughs> yeah. I am, okay, well, you you need more money. Okay, yeah, no, uh, yeah, you need your check now. Okay, I'll drive home. I'll get the checkbook and I'll drive back. Can I do this for you? You know, And, and it's being abused by yeah. employees or by crews, <laughs> the, right? The, the opposite spectrums, I think, are they need me more than I need them mm-hmm. or I need them more than they need me. Yes. Right? Yep. Like, yep. I mean, that's that's where it ends up. And so right? we, we coach at finding the middle, right? Mm-hmm. I'm going to have a structured way that we operate. Let's let's use a crew as an example. Mm-hmm. Or even, uh, and I can do for either one, for a crew. Uh, we mail checks on Wednesday. You should get them by Friday. That's that. Mm-hmm. Sometimes USPS really uh, stinks and... Yep. Oftentimes, more recently, it feels like they've been terrible. Uh-huh. But uh, it, that is how we pay. Mm-hmm. That is how it always happens. If we have a crew that says, hey, man, this coming week, I got X, Y, and Z happening. My kid's got this surgery, and I need the cash. Is it okay if I come by and pick up a check on Thursday instead mm-hmm. of waiting for it to be mailed mm-hmm. on Friday? Yep. That will go up the up the flagpole to the, the bosses here, and, and the general manager will approve that, and we'll hold the check, and our project manager will deliver it to them on the job site yeah. because we want to help them out with that. Mm-hmm. If you're asking every single week, mm-hmm. we're going to say no. Right. We're right. going to bend some mm-hmm. to help you because we see the needs as a person. We understand right. life happens. Right. We're also not going to let you take advantage of it. Yeah. Right? And so that's the middle. That's I'm, I'm, I'm going to bend but I'm not going to be taken advantage of. Yeah. Uh, that goes for employees, right? Time off. Uh, we have vacate. We have no sick days, right? right? You take as much or as little sick days as you want. No, it's actually, you're not allowed to get sick. <laughs> you're not allowed all. to get sick as a project <laughs> manager, but it, it's, it's literally unlimited sick days. If you're mm-hmm. sick, you're sick. If we're going to be shouldering your load for the next three months, let's talk about why that is. Right. If you need me to help run, run to a job site for you th- this week, I can do that for you. Let me, yeah. l- let me know how I can help. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, there is a this is this is our, our strict structure, and then here's the areas that we're going to bend on when we see you as a person. Mm-hmm. That's what support is, and and, and I think one of the it, to end this on, on one one note, one of the biggest issues I see with leaders in companies. Mm-hmm. Uh, this isn't any company. This isn't just oh, construction. Yeah. Oh yeah. But but when we are coaching guys and we're assessing companies, one of the biggest things in construction specifically too is how people, how leaders react like we're on the same level, right? Mm-hmm. Let's say you're my employee and I'm your, I'm, I'm the boss here. Yeah. And I make you take care of my feelings just as much as you're trying to get me to take care of your feelings. Right. And the truth is we aren't equal. Right. I am the leader mm-hmm. and you are not in charge of taking care of my feelings. Mm-hmm. You are hired to do a job. Mm-hmm. You are hired to come in here and do a, 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 what we agreed upon in your job description. And so my job as a leader is not to make you deal with my feelings, where I yell at you, where I give you attitude, where I'm screaming and hollering because you're not doing this, which is making me have to do it. Which may be associated with job stuff or home stuff. Whatever it is, yeah. 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 I'm not, as the leader, allowed to yell at you for what what you've done. I'm mm-hmm. not allowed to make to be like, you've put me out and I've had to do this. No, that doesn't matter. You hired them to come do their job. Right. Only thing that matters in that conversation is what were the expectations put on you? 
Why weren't they met? Help me understand. Did I do something wrong? Is there some sort of communication that I lacked to where you didn't understand that needed to happen? Right. And then finally, if this continues happening, you're not going to have a future vision. You're not going to have a future here because I can't keep you around. And I don't want to do that. Don't, right. don't make me fire you. I've said that line a hundred times. Mm-hmm. Don't make me fire you. Because I have a clear structure that's, the, that's clear to everyone yes. of the expectations. What am I missing in yep. that communication? What, what do you need to know from me that, will, that, that I can be doing differently to where you're going to have a future here? And it, do you want a future here? Right. Like it, the way that the way that you're running your jobs, it seems like you don't. But maybe you don't understand my expectations. Right. So let's talk about where we missed each other on the expectations. I don't want to talk about last week outside of using that as an example. If you need to understand what I'm talking right. about, but right. I'm not mad at you for last week. Mm-hmm. You did what you thought was either expected of you, or you dropped the ball. Right. Which one of those is it? And let's talk about how that doesn't happen again moving mm-hmm. forward. Yeah. Right. Every conversation I have as a leader with my employee is solely about their future mm-hmm. and their feelings. Yeah. Hey, you're you're putting putting. You know, if I'm frustrated with you and and you're working for me, I am going to come to you and say, Hey, I feel like there's some some miscommunication because I'm starting to feel frustrated and I don't know where that's coming from. Right. Or I'm feeling frustrated because I was expecting X mm-hmm. and Y happened. Right. Where am I missing? Mm-hmm. Always point the finger back at yourself. Where am I missing you yeah. on that expectation? Or did you just miss it? Uh, yeah. Help me understand that. That is how you lead. That is the structure, the support, mm-hmm. the vision mm-hmm. uh, in terms of we've got the structure, which is the expectations. I got the vision of where we both think we're going together. Right. I want you to buy into that. And then now the support is when you're not hitting that vision or you're not following the structure, what's up? What's right. going on? What's right. happening? Mm-hmm. Right. That's that is all leadership is structure and vision. That's right. And then That's supporting right. those two things. Well, and I I, I think the the reality is is where where we started with this. Yeah. Your your company has culture, whether you acknowledge it or whether not. Whether you're a one man show or a hundred person team. Yeah. And as the leader of your company, mm-hmm. the way that you operate, the way that you treat people, the way that you act. Mm-hmm is going to dictate the feel of the culture of your company. Yeah. And that that's going to be felt by your employees, your subcontractors and your clients. Yeah. And so if you don't if if you don't hear anything else that we said today yeah. as the leader of the company, the way that if you're a hothead and you're screaming and hollering and that's how you manage and that's what you do, the people in your company are going to match that level. Yep. And it might not come back to you, but it will roll downhill to your clients. And to the labor force and your subcontract, it, it will roll downhill. But yep. if you, um, I, I love the the thing that you say is, uh, you know, the way to be the best leader is to to have the lowest heartbeat in the room. Yep. To be calm, to have the perspective to to allow you to be in that space, mm-hmm. to hear, to understand, to see somebody, and to be able to give support, direction, and whatever. And sometimes there's frustrations, there's yeah. agitation. I've told this guy seven times the same thing. Yeah. But you, but your job as a leader is not to get pissed off because he's done it seven times and now he's mm-hmm. starting on his eighth. Right. It's to say, hey, structurally, this is how your job position should run. Is there an issue? I, I don't think you're good at this job, it feels right. like. Like, do you enjoy this job? Mm-hmm. Like, why are you doing like, 
the goal of, of any firing I, is I want to have a hug at the end. Yeah, doesn't right. always happen. That's right. But if if, if, if I'm gonna call HR. My, <laughs> uh, 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 for a, a nice soft handshake. That's right. That's all I'm looking for. But but if if I can sit down because I've been a good leader throughout the relationship and pointed out to this is structurally where you're missing. This is the vision you're not achieving. Yeah. And I'm having that conversation over and over. It gets to a point where I'm like, hey, it it feels like you're not in this for this job. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. it feels like your you your personality doesn't fit with what you're trying to do here. And it seems like it's really hard for you right. to be, be be an employee here. Like yeah. what I think it's time for you to move on and for us to move on because yeah. it's not working on either side. And I'd love to support you in that. I'd love to help you move on. You didn't forget to uh, and pay two crews out and spend, you know, three grand of my money because you did it on purpose. Right. Now, if you did, that's a whole nother conversation. That's a whole different. Yeah. No employee does. No, no employee is trying to hurt you. They're just either not good at the at their job. They're mm-hmm. not good at executing the structure, or they they have an attitude issue where they don't care about the vision in the mm-hmm. future. Mm-hmm. Either way, hey, then that means you you don't you shouldn't be working here. Like right. we, we don't match what we're looking for. So that's right. That's right. That's it. Those are the three things. Uh, I think it's well said, Jared. I, I think you're you're right in. The one thing that you've got to walk away from this is be the calmest heartbeat and always reference back to the structure that you've put in place and the vision you've cast. And if they aren't hitting those, maybe you haven't given them a good enough structure. Mm -hmm. Maybe you haven't cast a good enough vision. Look at yourself before you blame others. Uh, And I think that's that's where you you should go as trying to build a company, trying to be a leader with subs as well as employees. Yeah. Well, money is how you convince people to come work for Mm -hmm. you. Culture is how you keep them long-term. And all culture is is what they tell people about you behind your back. That's right. That company is fun <laughs> yeah. to work for. Hey, you know what? It's a stressful job, but I love those guys. Yeah. That's the culture. That's yeah. all it is. That's It's how they feel when they're there. That's right. All right. Thank you guys for joining us. If you want to talk any more, go to our website, fill out a contact form, send us an email. Lo- love to have a conversation. If you want some of the stuff that we're, we're talking through, we've got one-on-one coaching sessions. We've got group sessions. We've got retreats. We got a little bit of it, of it all where we can kind of build a package for you as a contractor to where it meets your needs and your, mm-hmm. your financial abilities to where we're not stressing you out financially, but it's hitting everything that you need. Yeah. Come talk to us. We'd love to have a conversation with you. Yep. Thank you so much for listening. We'll talk to you guys later. See ya. Bye. Thanks.